G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our review and rank series for Eurovision 2022. And today we are talking about Azerbaijan. Yes, one of the real kind of powerhouses of the competition, aren't they? Yes, certainly when they first came into the contest, they just seemed to dominate and then eventually get their win. But what's their recent form been like, Michael? Well, I'm glad you did mention their entry because, in fact, the first six entries from Azerbaijan all finished in the top ten. Now, that is arriving with a bang. Yeah. Now, they've only missed the grand final once in 2018 when Cross My Heart by Icel finished in 11th spot in a very tough set semi-final one there in Lisbon. Oh, your favourite there. It is one of my favourites. Now, in the last couple of competitions, they've had a solid eighth place finish in Tel Aviv with Shingiz and Truth. And in Rotterdam, Effendi qualified for the grand final and finished in 20th with Matahari's. So Azerbaijan will be looking to keep this run of finals going. Yeah, they've been a bit up and down, really. After those, you know, that massive high at the start, they got a lot of kind of 20ths and then Shingas caught them back in the top 10. And then, you know, Matahari did okay last year. But yeah, I think they certainly have high expectations. They certainly do. Now they'll be wanting to keep those expectations going for this year. And it is is Nadia Rustamil with Fade to Black. Rasamil is a 22-year-old singer from Salyan in southern Azerbaijan. Um, even though he's only 22 years old, he's actually had quite a bit of experience, uh, particularly when it comes to musical contests. He came second at the Youth Vision International Song Contest in 2019. Oh, okay. Did you know that was a thing? Never heard of it. Neither did I. <laughs> um, but also went on to win the Voice of Azerbaijan last year. So two big competitions, a second and a first, both live. So that's really impressive. And on The Voice, he actually did quite a few different Eurovision entries, uh, including Duncan Lawrence's song Arcade, and We Could Be The Same from a Manga. So even during The Voice, he had a little bit of a Eurovision connection there. That's right. And also, I believe his mentor was none other than uh, the chap for who won the competition for Azerbaijan as well. So yeah, he's obviously got some real Eurovision connections there. Now, the reason we have Nadir is he is an internal selection from Azeri Broadcaster ITV. Now, the broadcaster called for song submissions and six songs were shortlisted from around about 300 submissions there. Now, Nadir was announced as the Azerbaijani entry in February on Good Morning Azerbaijan. Yeah. Don't, don't we just love a good breakfast TV announcement? <laughs> I love it. And wasn't he? He found out live, didn't he? Yeah. So it was all such a quite an event for him as well. So internal selections have been the preferred method from Azerbaijan, so no surprise there. We haven't had a national selection show since 2014. Mm. So, look, not surprised that he got the ticket after all that experience he's got. Well, let's look at some of the reasons why he might have got the ticket and this entry. Let's start about some of the pros, Mike, and I'll kick us off here. Number one, 
his vocal. It's got to be the big main thing of this entry. We spoke about the fact that he has won a couple of uh, vocal competitions in the past, and I can see why. He has a wonderful range. He can go from a really deep register up into the the high range there as well. Uh, He sounds really good, and that is always going to work on a Eurovision stage. Yeah, we actually saw him do the uh, live vocal at the Madrid pre-party recently, and I have to say, even though he was a little raspy with those bigger notes, I think it really worked with the song it gave it a real sort of natural Mm. character and grit so i'll agree with the vocal there i'm also going to say this song does really build and we get an energetic sort of almost chaotic crescendo towards the end so there is some musical progression in the composition to keep it interesting Yeah, and he does a good job of performing it, as we saw in the pre-party, and I think he'll be able to deliver it on stage. And that kind of crescendo you talk about with the stage is, I think, something where this entry lends itself to being quite creative or doing something with the staging. You can kind of almost do anything with it. Um, And it is going to build up and it's going to, you can bring more impact with staging there. That's definitely my point here also. I do see some real staging potential here. And Azerbaijan are very creative when it does come to their staging. They have got a very, very good record. So I think there definitely is another gear here. And if they can find the right uh, visual package, then I think the whole thing can probably come together a little stronger than a lot of people are giving it credit for right now. Yeah, because I think, and we'll get to the drawback soon, that build isn't super obvious and maybe have the impact but you add that great staging element and then it can go big my final pro here is the duduk which is the traditional instrument of that region apparently invented in armenia but don't tell azerbaijan that Um, but they always use it really nicely and just in that kind of they don't overuse it in a song but you hear it and you go ah this is an entry from azerbaijan and i think that you've got a very kind of um, mainstream song here and it just adds a touch of traditional instrumentation yeah i'll agree with that all right we should get on to some of the cons here i think there for me this just doesn't feel like a competition song even in its structure even though we do get to a crescendo i'm just not sure it captures the attention really from start to finish and apart from the odd juror i just can't see who's going to vote for this yeah i just think it's a bit dull I just think it's just a bit there. Um, Yeah, you've got this lovely crescendo at the end, and I think it is really good. Um, But it's in the last 30 seconds of the song. And then he's finally getting a chance to showcase his vocal range in the last 30 seconds of the song. You've already lost people, and I think you've already lost a lot of jury members. I'll agree with that. I had that down there as well. I think it just feels dated. This feels like the sort of song that delegations were sending to Eurovision six to eight years ago in the the middle 2010s and I just don't think this cuts through any longer because it it, it, I think it's well put together but then you just miss the genuine and and the authenticity in it so it just feels a little bit processed and plastic yeah it's just a little monotonous it's just kind of uh, I guess as we said we had that build at the end and I do really want to hammer home the fact they've got a really good artist here I think Nadir is a really good artist And I just cannot believe they have not used something to showcase how good he can sing this. I think he's getting everything he can out of it. But you could have had someone who could win over a lot of juries with his vocal gymnastics. And you've given a bit of growliness for like most of the song. Mm. No. Sorry. No. 
I'm also going to talk about the song structure here. Like, where is the chorus? What is it? I mean, is it the nam nam parts or is it the, the what? <laughs> how are you supposed he sings numb, yeah, yeah, but it yeah, actually comes yeah. across as nam. Yeah. Uh, and then we have the weather, the weather. That, like, these are really the only things in the song you kind of get to grab hold of, particularly on first listen. Mm. And that's what uh, no, the vast majority of the uh, viewers on the night will be first listeners. So I just don't see something to hold on to for a tally vote point of view. Well, it isn't just only us, Dale. We also had the Aussie Vision team that are ranking the songs as well. And what have they thought about this one? Yes, the Aussie Vision team did listen to all the songs of Eurovision this year. And they have placed Azerbaijan in 30th. 30th. Okay, that's not too bad. Not too bad. Beating a few home there. And considering it was very much the last song that we got. So not a lot of time to ruminate with the team and and give it a few listens, perhaps. True, true. And um, the range, 4th to 39th. So we did have someone put it in the top 10, just one. But after that, it was pretty much an even mix of teens, 20s and 30s. So about five odd or whatever in each in each group of that. So one person in the top 10. Okay, fair enough. Well, I guess we should hear from some of the team. Who are we hearing from this time? We are hearing from Hugo and we're hearing from Josh. Nadir's voice is absolutely amazing. He can hit the high notes and then also deliver the low raster bit so well. Um, the production has such a nice blend of power and delicateness and that piano, that soft piano in the chorus is beautiful. Um, the music video is so dark and mis- mystical, so the song really lends itself to some great staging if they can recreate something like that. The crescendo in that last 30 seconds is the real vote-for-me moment with that high note, which I think is really important for the actual contest. I don't think the running order helps it overly much, and it'll be quite tough coming up, up against quite a few similar genre songs in the semi but i do think this song is good enough to be in the grand final i was really hope nadir can nail those vocals azerbaijan is not getting the love that it deserves this year i am in love with this song i love the moody atmospheric production the melodramatic vibes and the flawless vocals i think that it's really being underestimated due to it coming out last this year and it being quite a valid heavy year um, i really think this song should be in the top 10 in the final but i i really don't think it's getting the credit that it deserves hope it does well and i hope i'm wrong okay well good comments from both the lads there now um hugo really enjoys the vocal and the crescendo and i definitely think the crescendo is very much one of the highlights of the song and josh just think it's just deserves more, deserves more praise, and perhaps it's being a little bit underrated out there. Yeah, true. I guess it's probably more maybe for a jury to hold on to something here. But, yeah, I mean, maybe Josh will prove us wrong. Hmm. I'm kind of guessing where we're going with this song. (laughs) But you never know. Stranger things have happened. But each song has its fans. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, at this point, we are only hearing a studio, so perhaps with the visual will come the the whole time. All right, let's do our rap and rank on this one, Dale. Now, I can hear a decent song here, but I'm just feeling absolutely nothing for it. This feels like a bit of a soulless exercise in just producing a Eurovision entry, a little similar to Shingas, to be honest, that does nothing more than get a few points. And it just feels like a complete mismatch between the artist and the song. Because I think both on their own aren't too bad, 
both together, not great. Now, this is something that just completely misses the mark for me, and I doubt I will be listening to it after the contest. In fact, I barely listen to it now. 37th, I've put this one in, so it's only beaten really a couple home for me. Wow, very low there from mm. you. All right, well, look, on my side, this is all very solid, good vocal, it's all well put together, got a bit of traditional instrumentation, and it's ticking all the boxes. I think this could do okay with the jury. I think if you can do a little bit and get everything out with the vocal, the fact it might be well put together, they could get some good staging. And I think he could carry it to get some points because he really does have an excellent voice. Unfortunately, it's been wasted on this song. It could have been so much better. The song is dull, it is forgettable, and is leaving me completely cold. I gave it 37th place. Oh, so we agree on this one. We agree on how much we dislike it. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I'm not going to say I absolutely hate it, but it's just not something I would even ever want to seek out or really volunteer to listen to. No. Which is a shame because I think he's actually a really good artist. And I I think actually dislike's the wrong word there for me because I don't dislike it. I kind of don't feel much at all about Mm, it. That's my problem. Yeah, it kind of comes on. I'm like, okay, all right, yep, that's cool. I'm kind of more annoyed at Azerbaijan for just kind of going through the motions and wasting an opportunity here. It does feel a bit that way, doesn't it? At least Chingus had a much better, more commercial song. I think there was a lot more to work with it, Mm. but I think it's in the same vein, but just not as good. Well, who knows? He may get to the competition and prove us all wrong on this one, Dale. Oh, I think he could definitely still qualify, and I think he could still get them there. I I think there's still definitely enough there to get him through. No, can't see it. He's He's up against better ballads. Just up, it's just up against the wall, I'm afraid, with this one. And even the running order, not doing it any Running order is really, really bad. Yeah. Oh, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well, let's, um, we'll catch you next time. And hopefully the next country review and rank will be a song that we love a lot more. But hey, there's always good and bad about every entry. Yeah, thanks so much for joining us. All right, catch you later. As always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at AussieVisionNet. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 Aussie Vision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.